Do you ever feel lost and completely want to give up? Is everything chaotic in your world? Well, you could be on the brink of a breakthrough. In today's episode, I'm going to give you the seven steps to turning those breakdowns into breakthroughs. You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen. I have been a certified fitness trainer and certified life coach since 2002. On this channel, we talk about fitness, having a growth mindset, habits, and even some reality transurfing. Today, we are discussing turning those breakdowns into breakthroughs. It is possible. Let's get into the episode. So we're going to discuss the reason why your breakdowns may not be turning into breakthroughs. We're going to discuss seven very important steps to turning those breakdowns into breakthroughs and how you can shift today. I once had a mentor tell me, chaos precedes the breakthrough. I was in the middle of a huge crisis. I had been through many crisis situations before. In fact, I had spent eight years in therapy and had a diagnosis of complex post-traumatic stress disorder. But I graduated from therapy. I know very deeply how to handle crisis. In fact, as a life coach, I teach others how to handle crisis situations and turn those breakdowns into breakthroughs. Yet there I was caught in the middle of this serious situation in 2018. My world was turning upside down. But I turned that situation around. I followed these seven steps and broke free from my mind screw because really and truly that breakdown was just a mind screw. Chaos does not have to precede the breakthrough. In fact, today's episode is all about how to have clarity in your breakthrough. Let's discuss. We spend our lives giving our power away 24 hours a day. Whenever life throws us a curveball, we take things personally. That, my friend, is ego. Make the choice to keep the power. Empower yourself because you are titanium. And that is what we're going to talk about today. It is your choice to give your power away. The key word here is choice. Choice is going to come up a lot today. You know, life is all about energy. When you have no energy, you look and feel blah. You give your energy away when you get upset, when you get reactive. Your buttons get pushed, traffic, weather. You don't control your thoughts and emotions. Take charge of your emotions today. Step number one, what is your purpose? If there is a why, you can handle anything. One of the greatest teachers of this, of purpose, is Viktor Frankl. Frankl was an Austrian psychologist who was caught up in the concentration camps in Germany. He lost his family, yet he coined this very important quote. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose one's own way. Viktor Frankl founded Logotherapy, a school of psychotherapy that describes a search for life's meaning. 
as the central human motivational force. Think about the breakdowns you've been through in the past. Purpose is what will get you through. What is the environment you want? What was the environment you wanted during your breakdown? Think about that for a moment. Was it peace? Was it joy? Was it understanding? Then let that be your purpose. Step number two, responsibility. Responsibility gets a bad rap. And I do several videos on responsibility in the past. But responsibility is where your power lies. Responsibility is a perspective or an interpretation. It is your choice, though. Let's take a breakup, for example. My girlfriend broke up with me, you say. That little sentence is a fact. How you choose to interpret it is your responsibility. You can say, this is an opportunity, or this is a gift, this is a good thing. <clears throat> Granted, I'm going to miss my girlfriend, I'm going to be sad, but I know there's opportunity on the other side. Every crisis is a creative opportunity. When you look at it like that, everything shifts. Someone has said that the greatest cause of ulcers is mountain climbing over molehills. Ulcers are caused by climbing molehill mountains. When climbing those molehills like mountains, you are in what is called reactivity. You are nervous. You are shaky. You are unsure. You're doubtful. You're fearful. Then your body responds. Fear can and does take a toll on your body, but so can a smile. Science has proven it. When you smile, your body feels better. Take traffic, for example. Some people I know change personalities in traffic. You choose. There's that word again. You choose something different because traffic or the breakup or the crisis that's going on is neutral. Interpret the opportunity. At the end of the day, you are responsible for your interpretations. You are not the victim to the reaction you may have. You give your power away when you do this. So I have to bring up the term toxic positivity here because this is going to come to play. I know it. That's my most polarizing topic because I cannot stand that term, toxic positivity. And actually, the word itself is an oxymoron. Think about it for a moment. It is forced positivity when you call positivity toxic. If you don't want to see somebody as that, that you lost to a death as being an angel now, that's your choice. That is your choice. And I get that. That may not be a place you're at right now that you want to even see that way. But that choice comes with a price. Um, you choose your heart. It's hard to lose somebody in death. It's hard to see it that way. It's also hard to see it as you are a victim. It's up to you. You choose your heart. Forced positivity comes from the scale of 
power versus force, the scales of consciousness, when you are down in force, those are the bad levels. Those are the levels that you will have a responsibility for your heart. It will be hard. It will be harder there when you're in anger, when you're in guilt, when you're in shame. But you also need to go through stages of grief. You cannot force positivity on somebody who's going through the stages of grief. So therefore, keep that in mind as we move forward. And remember, it is your responsibility. And I have another video that I have done on the levels of consciousness. And I'm also going to be discussing this more in the future because it is super important to understand those levels and understand where you are on those levels and why it is force and why it is power. And it feels so much better in power. So when you think of the things in your life that you have to do, think about that for a moment. You have to go to work. <laughs> you have to clean the house or your house will get dirty. And you have to pay more for gas and groceries nowadays. But are you going to look at it through a place of force? Are you going to look at it through a place of power? So let's talk about how we can look at this from a place of power. Change your interpretation of those have-to statements to what you are blessed to and how that blessing serves my purpose. you got to ask yourself that. How does this blessing serve my purpose? I am blessed to go to work today, which means I have a job, which is my purpose to take care of my family. I am blessed to clean my house, which means I have a house to live in. I am blessed that I can even afford those groceries and gas. And I trust that I will always be blessed too because that is my purpose. We talked about purpose in the Definite Chief Aim video that I did a few weeks ago. You can go back and look at that as well. And we're going to get to trust in a moment. But bottom line, you are not a victim of whatever reaction you have. You give your power away when you claim victim. Step number three, trust the process. I love this one. Process the emotion and transform that fear into faith. What's permanent is your attitude. You can still be happy and you can still be blessed. You have more of a probability of it shifting when you trust. Because when you don't trust, you resist it. And we all know what we resist persists. <laughs> you give the situation your power when you resist it. Have you ever been on a flight that gets really bumpy and turbulence is all over the place? You know, your mind starts going 90 to nothing. Next thing you know, you picture the flight careening into the mountains or the ocean. Death and destruction are everywhere. Surrender to that fear. Surrender to that fear and trust the process. Transform that fear into faith. Faith is that feeling that everything is going to work out. Give the process a chance. Quit mind-screwing yourself out of your power. It goes back to purpose. Is that purpose love, peace, and joy? Is your purpose to make a difference? 
When you do this, the quality of your life completely shifts. The plane is not going to crash. You can even trust the process of your own death. Look at traffic challenges in your, or challenges in your relationship and even health challenges with faith. When life throws you a curveball, I can trust that this process is an opportunity or a breakdown. I can give my power away or I can embrace it and trust the process. When you panic, you get out of the zone. You get out of flow. There is no power there. Relax and trust the process. There is a reason they do say, do not panic in an emergency situation. Trust the process. Of course, it's easier said than done, but practice it. Try it. Step number four, confront the situation. When I say confront the situation, I especially mean confront it with yourself. Have the conversation you need to have. Be willing to tell yourself the truth. Be willing to be held accountable. I see this so often with fitness. We need to confront our excuses and embrace it and the gift of opportunity. Look at your results. This is where optimization data comes in handy. Take inventory of your wins and your losses. Ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, where am I? Health is both mental and physical. Relationships, where am I? On a scale of one to 10 and confront it head on. If that, if on that scale, it is only a one, ask yourself, what is the blessing here? Step number five, integrity. What is integrity to you? I want you to think about that for a moment. To me, it is becoming one with what I communicate, what I do and what I create. Think of your word. You can keep it or you can break it. Or you could also negotiate it. Those three things. When you break your word, your self-worth goes down. Your credibility goes down. Honor your word. Honor your agreements. Dream it. Declare it. Deliver it. Weight loss? It could be as simple as a new commitment to yourself. Step number six, expand your comfort zone. Think about this new action expands your comfort zone. How does it do that? Challenge your limiting beliefs. Expect more and get more. Expect little and you're going to get little. I love this. What is your vision? Get very clear on this. And that also has to do with your purpose. And I did a video on this last week or a few weeks ago on the definite chief aim. And I will link it in the show notes because this is the second time I've mentioned it here. I love what is called artist dates for this very thing. And an artist date is from the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It is something as simple as taking yourself on a so-called date once a week to expand your comfort zone. And I like to incorporate hobbies when I go on my artist date. If your hobby is photography, which is that is mine, you might take a weekly photo trip to pick up new creative ideas. Get out of your comfort zone. And guess what happens when you do this? You gain confidence by going into uncomfortable places to grow. 
Step number seven, enthusiasm. The word enthusiasm comes from enthos, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but it means God within or inspired. But you choose it. There's that word again. Fear will kick in and the darkness will set in. Enthusiasm is a choice. You don't fake it when you choose it. I'm just saying. Vince Lombardi, the famous coach, once said, if you are not fired up with enthusiasm, you will be fired with enthusiasm. If you're not all in, guess what? You're all out. (laughs) Celebrate those wins. Become enthusiastic. Add some pep to your step and watch your world change. Seriously, with just enthusiasm, it will change, but you've got to feel it from the inside. So in review, the reasons your breakdowns are not turning into breakthroughs are simple. Number one, we want to know our purpose. Number two, we want to be responsible for everything. Number three, trust the process. Number four, confront the situation. Number five, live from a place of integrity. Number six, expand your comfort zone. And number seven, live enthusiastically. So I hope today you learned something about having a breakthrough instead of a breakdown. And I hope you put these seven steps to work for you. And I can't wait to see what you do with it. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. If you know someone who can benefit from this, please share it with them. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste.